And we're live. What is this, Lady Ada? Hi, everybody, and welcome to a show and tell. It's me, Lady Ada. With me is Mr. Lady Ada, broadcasting live from downtown Manhattan in our secret headquarters. We're going to check in with people from around the community, makers, hackers, the dreamers of dreams, the makers of things. Uh, see what they're up to. See what the news that they have to share with us. We'll be here for about 25 minutes. Um, we also have some news from the Adafruit community members. And I'll uh, just see what people are up to. So come yeah. on by. We're broadcasting all sorts of different thingies. And uh, you can uh, join up by going to, uh, most people are joining us, like Avery.com slash you, Yeah, the best thing to do is go to Discord. Do Ada, Discord. Adafruit.it slash Discord or discord.gg forward slash Adafruit. We dropped the link in there. But yeah. it's on all streaming services. Yeah. And someone will help you out and get you in. Um, and then every single week, we usually have some special guests. And to kick it off this week. It's AOC. No, it's Kevin Walton. <laughs> Hey guys, how are you doing? Hey, Hello, hey. what are you doing? It snowed. I it, you had an early snow. I remember that. Yes, we do have snow. So Minnesota, it is now full on ice planet hoth winter. Winter time. And that's what you're doing. Yes. And I thought about doing show and tell outside, but I'm so angry about the snow that I decided not to. Angry so. snow. All right. Well, what are you working on this week, Kevin? So uh, I took this video of myself on my iPhone. So oh yeah. That's the little avatar thing that we thought that was a neat thing to do because you can make like digital puppets yeah so i i took that and i got it working on the matrix portal you did it oh that's Yay. cool this was like the missing piece for so many projects because you want to do your own custom animations um and we've had supercomputers in our pocket otherwise known as phones and <laughs> the, the apple avatar thing that they do i don't see a lot of people using it but i think it's a great content creation so thing. i yeah i i tried it with this one you know, like my the one I made for myself. It's hard to see. Yeah, yeah, the the, the emoji or whatever. But it was hard you know, taking that and putting it down to uh, a small bitmap for this. It, the colors just weren't there, and yeah, you know, it's a little more work. So I'm gonna try and tweak it, make it make it work. But I think the ghost looks really cool, or the well, it's, the it's the spookiest season. So yeah, exactly. It's and tough. this is the smaller. Uh, matrix that you guys have. This is the 0.3 millimeter or three millimeter pitch, not point yeah. three. Three millimeter pitch, so it's a little bit smaller than this one. Yeah. So I was kind of just playing around with that, and I thought about putting a face on a snowman outside, which I might do for next week because it sounds like our snow is not going anywhere. Yay! Yeah, exciting. All right. All right. Well, keep it snowy. Um, I also wanted to say a special thanks. We do um, instead of bug reports at Adafruit, we have hug reports, and they've always been virtual hugs more so now than ever. Um, but uh, Hug reported thank you to everyone at DigiKey for supporting AdaBox. We're going to be doing the live AdaBox unboxing next week, and people have been getting their AdaBoxes already. There is a DigiKey surprise. Um, that's all we're going to say. But DigiKey helps uh, power and make AdaBox happen. So thank you, Kevin and team, who have been supporting AdaBox for almost the since the very beginning, since we even since it was a little tiny box. Now it's grown up. It's a big box. It is a big box. Yeah, and we love AdaBox and DigiKey. And we may or may not have some special giveaways if somebody forgot to register. Really? Yeah, there's still time for AdaBox too because we're shipping the last round. Yeah. So if folks yep. want to, you can go to adabox.com and check it out. This might be the last day though. Yeah. Really, really we have like only like two or three entries left. Yeah. Well, we're we're all excited about the next AdaBox. AdaBox 16 is going to be the one. It's going to be the the good one. Everyone seems to be the good one, but Halloween. Yeah, this one's Halloween. The next one will be holiday theme, New Year okay, theme. New Year. Um, we know winter. a lot of people are going to be in their homes uh, this winter, so it's uh, a lot of projects you can do at home. That'll be Adabox 17 shipping 
in December. All right, Kevin. Yeah, well, we look forward to the unboxing next week. All right, cool. take care and we'll regards to everyone in DigiGee. I sure will. All right, next up, Michael. Hello, Michael, hello. president of the Hardware Association, and more. Tell us a little about yourself and what you just released today. You dropped some docs. Man, I did. We did, and I realized though what I really am missing the opportunity to do here is I was building um, with the Circuit Playground Express. I was building uh, this like uh, Firefly simulations, and I really should have brought that on to be on scene on show and tell. You can but, come back every week. But anyway, maybe I'll come back next week. Um, so we get dropped two docs today. Super excited about this. The first, and they're going to be talking about it uh, later on on Ask an Engineer. So I won't go into too much detail. But the first thing we dropped was the uh, open source hardware weather report. This is Clarissa Redwine and myself. We put this together. Basically, it's designed to be a place to kind of capture the moment in open source hardware, make it easier for different parts of the open source hardware community to get a sense of what's going on and what could go on and what might be worth kind of working together on. It's also at the very end of it, there's an appendix with a kind of top 10, top 11 actually list of uh, organizations and countries that have certified things, you may recognize one of those companies yeah. that have certified. US is number one in um, all sorts of things in the world right now. Some of the things are terrible, but some of them are good in certifications, um, 673. And a woman-owned company in New York City is the um, number one entity that's certified. So I'm gonna have to look up that later. Yeah, yeah. who was? Yeah, cool. yeah. yeah, no, it's a, it's a company that may be worth, maybe on, on the move. Yeah. And the second thing will we actually make it even easier because yeah. the second thing is a new API for the certification program. So it's a read write yeah. API on the right side. What it means is if you want to build certification into your workflow, you've got that dot, you have all that information somewhere already, just like loop it right in. So you don't have to fill out the web form anymore. The free <laughs> certification, just send it in and it'll be there and we can review it. And then on the read side, we have information about over a thousand pieces of certified open source hardware from every content except for Antarctica. Now it's super easy to access that information, to check it out, to build visualizations, to do research. Everything will be easier because there's, a, there's an API, you can just get a key for free and just start exploring what's there in the world of certified open source hardware. Okay, Antarctica. Yeah. Step right, it up. Right on. I know, seriously. If you know someone in Antarctica with open source we, hardware, we, I want to talk. We'll be able to. I think we'll I think we know people who go there once in a while. Um, but one thing uh, we're gonna do is a little uh, counter that shows how many uh, open hardware certifications there are. Um, because here's one thing, don't be like us, everybody. We manually certified um, 40% of the open source hardware that's certified. Now you can use an API, so that's kind of cool. Um, I think it's super futuristic. The the hardware, uh, open hardware weather report is also on GitHub. You can do pull requests, updates, and all that. So good work. I, I know I know the type of work that goes into things like this. Good work, you and your team. Well, and everyone who took the time to talk to us for the weather report. I mean, that, that report only works because people yeah. took the time to say, this is what we're seeing. And so a huge thank you to many of them who are uh, in, acknowledged, but not everybody. Uh, who is who was on that list? All right. Well, thank you so much, Michael. Come back and show your project next week. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. Okay. Bye bye. All right. Let's go to Noam Pedro. Noam Pedro, what you got going on this week? Hey, what's up, folks? Uh, last week we had a tombstone. This week we have another tombstone. It's a little bit different. Yeah. yeah so uh, I 3D printed this one, and it fits on our desk. So it's a little bit smaller than last week's. Um, but we got some cool stuff going on. So let me turn it on. We got the on-off switch on the bottom here. It has a pretty big battery, so just turn it on. And it's got the Halloween M 
four, I almost said M0. <laughs> in, the, in the back here, it's mounted to it. And then I got a piece of black LED acrylic. Of course, like my favorite thing to do now is to use black LED acrylic in our projects and vinyl. So I got some vinyl on top of that to mask out this cool spooky face. And I also added some vinyl texture to like this whole front plate, uh, front face plate. Mm -hmm. So I was trying to do something more like where it's cracked. So I figured that'd be kind of neat. Uh, some other extra details and stuff. It uh, snap fits, of course, because that's what I do. So I got the LEDs mounted there and yeah. I can light up the Halloween so you can see that. So there's definitely room in there for other things, maybe a speaker or uh, I don't know, more lights, right? So we can add more stuff to it in future things. But for now, that's what it is. what it is. So you can check it out on the, the Learn system. We got all the files up there. And this morning we chatted about it where I went through sort of the process for applying vinyl yeah. and cutting up some acrylic. It looks really finished, all the little techniques, all the little tips you have. I mean, it looks like a, you know, like a finished product. Ah. No, but it doesn't normally, but like especially, it's like all those little details really bring it together. It was kind of a, a challenge too to get like this good of diffusion, like without this piece here, this back frame, yeah. it looked not so good. And I talk about that in the, in the, um, in the show <laughs> with pictures and all, so folks can see uh, if, they're, if they want to do a similar type of thing, uh, there's some tips there. Okay, right, cool. cool. We'll be playing these videos and more on Ask an Engineer. Can't wait to see this for sale at Home Depot in two years. There you go. All right, folks. Bye. All right. Next up, we're going to go to Jepler. Jepler. Hello. And his Jep calculator. I, I, I calculate. Yeah. You're going to show us something good. Right. So this guide, uh, I believe, went live today. And it's a project I started this summer. It is a calculator. It's got some great features, uh, like labels on the buttons. That was a great idea. But um, it is a calculator that works with decimal arithmetic. So the answers are the same ones you'd get if you were doing uh, like grade school arithmetic in decimal. Uh, but there's one other exciting feature that I want to just demo here. Maybe you can guess. But uh, if I hit Alt-0, it's going to paste the last number into my computer. Wow. So like when I'm, when I'm calculating, like to create a 3D model, and there's just something that it, it's easier to calculate it over here, like the cosine of 555, I guess, is 0.96. And you just paste it in to your document, and Bob's your uncle. So anyway, this, uh, this guide is something I've been working on, and it is live now, and I'm just happy to share it with everybody. I have but, a prediction. I think um, schools normally you associate like engineering with like MIT, but a lot of it turned back to like theoretical, not as hands-on. I think eventually for product design, and for software development and maybe a few other things. I think one of the courseware things that we might see, even maybe online courses will be, you have to build your own calculator because there's so many ways to do it and math is math. And mm -hmm. there's, you could choose all different types of hardware, also different programming languages like CircuitPython. I think that would be a cool course, build your own calculator because again, you get a calculator. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I mean, it lets you think about stuff you don't necessarily think about in that analytical way um, mm -hmm. because really it's just, you put some pieces together, but understanding the right way to put those together is where the fun lies. Yeah, this is a cool project. Thanks. All right, thanks so much, Jeff. Okay, cool, check out the guide, it's on Learn, people wanna build their calculators. Yeah, see you all around. It's pretty cool, I, I'm I'm liking, I'm thinking maybe yeah. we should do a little calculator. Kit build your own calculator. Can. Yeah, sure, why not? All right, thank you, Jeff. All right, Grant, what do you got going on this week? Hello, um, let me share my screen one second. Cool. So last week or a few weeks ago, California was on fire and now Colorado's on fire yep, and we haven't, 
IoT air quality monitor guide that we put live. You can see, uh, you can mount one of these either in a room. I have a strip of 3M on it because I have it mounted on my wall. Or you can mount it outside and you can view the air quality uh, index in real time. You can also view it weekly and you can also view it monthly. And all the data gets sent to Adafruit IO to store it and log it and visualize it. Uh, which is really nice and useful. Um, a lot of people have been asking for this type of guide or, and we've also figured out that like, this doesn't really exist as an open source product. Um, a lot of these maps and a lot of these yeah. sensors and a lot of these pre-made options are a closed source and the API like is closed source. And if you have one of these and it's by a company that goes out of business, like this is something that's a very essential type of sensor. Yeah. Um, and then this is a version done by Noe and Pedro, and we'll have this up when they're ready to start modeling it. And this uses a different sensor. We have um, one that communicates over UART in the Adafruit store, and then this one communicates over I2C. And it's a way nicer enclosure, um, beautifully designed. It has a BME 280 as well, so you can do the humidity and temperature. Right and then we're continuing showing stuff. Here's a tree I saw on my walk today. Um, the right. weather is really like bright out. Like, look at these colors. Like, wow. the weather is really hot out, and this tree is like, oh, it's sixty degrees, but it's not. It's like seventy-five. Okay. So the other thing I want to show is um, every week on Wednesdays, uh, new guides are published to the Adafruit Learning System, and I have a matrix portal showing even a guide about a matrix portal. The count of guides. And then the new guides as they're scrolling down. So you can actually see like the top hit says it goes through the website and there's a public API for yeah. all the guides. Yeah. And we'll show that in on how to get it, how to parse it, and then how to fetch it without using the microcontroller's um, internal clock. We'll do it through Adafruit IO. So you can pull the network time. Yeah, for folks who've been kind of following one of our big struggles over the years was like, how do we make it so easy to do Internet of Things stuff where you just point it out a URL, essentially, you tell it what data you want it to display, and you use a language like Python, which is really good at this, and we got it. We did it. We got it. So you can do this something like this really easily. Um, matter of minutes now. 89 lines of code. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. Which is amazing. Yeah. yeah. And it does all the SSL for you and everything. It's so cool. All right. Well, thank you so much, Rat. All right. Thank you, Brent. OK, we're going to keep moving along because we're going to get to everybody tonight. Next up, we are going to go to Colin. Colin, what do you got going on? Hey, I'm plenty going on. So many things going on that it's really calming and relaxing to focus on something small, as you probably know, because we love electronics. Um, if I switch over to my handheld camera, I will show you that I got a video microscope. And it is as much fun as it looks like. Mm -hmm. uh, and this, I got you know a little e ink feather wing here, and uh, e ink is a fun thing to investigate. Uh, pardon me, Philip. What, what did you say? Colin Cam. I feel oh. like I'm Colin. I've downloaded in the oh. Hey. Oh, hey. Oh. The movie oh, Interspace. Like you swallowed, you swallowed a pill. Yeah. Oh my God. Right. Um, that's for next episode. But anyway, if I switch to the feed uh, and stop making me nauseous with this um, shaky cam. Uh, see, now we are in the microscope. This is now, cool. Now you are in. You now are on the surface the of the ink display. If I maybe get you a little more brightness, I think my converter box is a little funny here. Uh, but yeah, you can see. You can actually start yes. to see the. Uh, 
you know, the grain of the yeah. of the capsules, you know, the pigment, uh, the, the bushels of pigment. And I could artificially zoom in. Yeah, you can actually tell. This is cool. And then if it probably needs a little little touch of focus, um, it looks much different for you guys than it does from what I see on the yeah, display. Yeah. But if I go and then um, I trigger a refresh, then like let the chaos begin. Here, where is this? Do, 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 do. Gonna okay. do it quick. Gonna pull the plug because that's the easiest way. And then plug it back in. Yeah. Um, then you'll see them. Yeah. The total flip out. Yeah. Can you so, put the color? Can you put the color ink under there? Because let's look at some colors. I, that that was that was what was gonna follow up with. So let's uh, yeah, actually right. I won't be able to refresh uh, the the color ink. Yeah, that makes it forever. Yeah. I can, because we don't have enough time. Was that the joke here? Yeah. Oh, look um, at that! You can see the individual little um, yeah cells. Now now yeah, it, it's divided up, right? Um, it's like in the in the little buckets of of different pigments, I guess. That's from what I understand about the composition. Um, it's so much different from the monochrome that I like, I'm kind of like, wait, am I sure? But if you get really close up, you can even see little pieces of pigment stuck in between uh, the dividers, which yeah. is pretty cool too. Yeah. And All you right. can see that on dust on the surface. All right, thank you so much, Colin. And everyone should watch Colin's videos. He's doing an e-ink series. Keep an eye yeah. on it. We got, we got one uh, starter, a little basic out, and another one to come, covering some refresh processes. Good All stuff. Right. Thank you so much, Colin. Thank you. All right, next up, we're going to go to Liz, and we're right on target right now. We can still get to three more people after Liz. Hello, what are you up to? Hello. Oh, um, first, this is my cat, Winnie. She decided to join Hi. us today. Hey, Yay. Winnie. Put her back into her sleeping position. Yes. Um, but let me just share my screen really quick. Um, Winnie has left us, she's mad at me. Um, <laughs> uh, so this is Frank um, and Frank's been evolving. Uh, and this past week he got some NeoPixels installed along with some cap touch using a uh, cutie pie. Mm. So we can scroll through the colors using cap touch on his bolts. And if you find a color you really like and you go past it, you go back and do it that way. Yay. Yeah, and inside got- That's cool. Yeah, so it's a cutie pie on a quarter perma, uh, quarter perma proto, long day, um, and hot glue holding in the NeoPixels and the, the cap touch things. So yeah. That's cool. cool. On our um, Instagram, we were we were walking by a retail store um, that's open, um, and uh, there was this neat, that acrylic that, it's, a, it's the acrylic that when it reflects on itself, you can like see it into infinity. Yes. Um, maybe you might want to find some of that and put inside of Frank's head. So when you look inside, it looks like it goes on forever or something like that. I was thinking that when I was putting it together. I was like, this is very infinity. Frank. Yeah, it looks like one of those infinity boxes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And <laughs> learn guide coming for this. I'm just editing photos right now of the assembly. All right. Thank you so much, Liz. And thank you, Frank. And thank you, Winnie. Yes. She says meow. Cat in the background. Yeah. Yeah. On your. That's yeah. Actually. Oh, well. How can you tell them apart? That's wrong. <laughs> Different sizes, but yeah, yeah. Okay, one's bigger. Yeah. yeah. All right. Cool. Thanks, Liz. All right, thank good you. one. All right. Next up, we're gonna go to Carrie. Hello, Carrie. How are you? What Hi, you Carrie. got going? Hello, I'm good. So, um, I wanted to make a little something for everybody who's voting and yes. to try to make voting like a little bit more fun. And so, I did these little blinky badges. They last longer than a sticker, many days. Yeah. 
So I have, um, it's all documented up on Hackaday. And um, if you want to, you can buy them off of my Tindy storefront or you can make them yourself. But um, so we got uh, solder, solder them yourself kits, both in Spanish and in English. And um, then the other one, the smaller one is already pre-assembled if you want instant gratification. Although the files are all on um, are up on Hackaday and the boards are shared with Osh Park. So if you wanted to just, you know, order them yourself and make them yourself, you can do that too. Right on. Can you, um, uh, you're in Discord, so uh, put the link so folks can um, check them out. And Will do. Thank you for sharing yeah. it on Hackaday. Now's a great time to. And have it available on Osh Park. Yeah, we have <laughs> enough time right now, everybody, to, to make this. Also, think yeah. like we do a little a little voting project. It was like, I vote and then it'll say I voted after you vote. I think it's a good idea to like cool. make something that you're going to remember 2020 for all sorts of reasons, good and bad, but um, having a little memento and building something like this is kind of cool. So Yeah, totally. And it helps get the vote out, spread the word about voting, hopefully encourage some people to vote. Yeah. Maybe this will be a uh, movement instead of just a moment for more people. Voting. Yes. We'll see. All right. Thanks, Terry. Cool, thank you. Awesome, thank you, Carrie. All right, we got two more folks left. We'll be able to get to both people. Let's go to Target. Target, and hey, Target. then we'll go to Michael. Take it away. Hey guys, you hear me? Um, yep. I was on a few weeks back um, talking about uh, a bunch of boards I developed with the radio, but uh, my latest and greatest and most proud, um, I've uh, made this uh, clipboard for uh, for the esp 32f2s uh so that you can kind of remove the modules place, oh, place a new module in um and uh, and uh, while i had those uh, last time i was on uh the one thing i didn't have if i share my screen can i do it you can do no, it I can't. No, my, can. uh... we can imagine what it's like it's probably a box screen has some icons on it yeah, the, uh, the the exciting thing I was going to show was the Adafruit CircuitPython S3 bucket uh, because I've Yay. just got my uh, my CircuitPython uh, board defs um, oh, good. On, on, on the latest round. So, uh, and you know when you, if, if and when you need a VADPAD, we can hook you up with that. I uh, I've been through that process. Scott's been oh. really really helpful. Yeah, Scott, Scott's super helpful. Yeah, that's one of the things that we wanted to do is have a big community of boards for people yeah. can grow businesses, make things they want. And also the VOD PID thing is a huge barrier for hobbyists. So that's something we thought we could help out with. The, the thing with the VID PID is I, uh, I had to go and get myself two because of course um, yeah. on this, I could fit the room and the Rover. Okay. Yeah. So, well, so uh, it'll be great for people who need to program, you know, chips and then they solder them or. Yeah. That's, all sorts of that's the idea. It was, yeah, uh, yeah. All right. Well, keep coming back. Making projects uh, from there. Keep coming back and um, sharing stuff. And thanks for being part of the Circuit Python adventure. Cool, this. cool. Next, uh, next mission's my uh, my big Christmas project. So I'll be back in uh, in a month or two. All right. See you soon. All right. Last up, Michael. Hi. Hey, hey how you doing? How are you guys? Good. Um, so I'm working on a really crazy project. This isn't even close to being done. Um, but this is kind of just like a progress report and kind of just like what my idea is. So I'm trying to make a satellite phone using a Feather STM32, um, right. which is the one with um, 
the Stemma QT and USB-C, and then the, the rock block modem in there too. Huh. Um, and it's gonna be using um, a solar panel on the back and batteries. So it's like, if something were to happen or like if I'm going somewhere like once COVID is over, um, that doesn't have great cell coverage, then I'd be able to text. So, so far, I would demo me texting, but I'm inside my dorm room and the walls are concrete and mm-hmm. I live in Minnesota and there's like three inches of snow outside. So it's cold. No, no, this, we is don't even this, is, this is all good. And you know what? Yeah. Um, if you would have said last year, I'm building a satellite phone just in case, I'd be like, just in case what? Now it's like, <laughs> I should build a satellite phone because all of the things that have happened are happening. So this is a really good idea. So I'm able to text to it, um, not the other way around yet. I'm using Twilio um, as like the backend server stuff. And I created, they have like um, a flow chart system and then functions, which I'm able to convert uh, a string of text that I can text to their servers. Um, and then that converts to hex, which uh, the Rockblock servers need, which is really cool. Also, I was the one last week that asked about the keyboard because I'm, I need a physical keyboard yeah. for it. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, cool. able to help well, you. I look forward to your new carrier that you're going to launch, T. Michael, <laughs> and you can you, know, you can merge with Sprint thanks. later. Um, it's a cool project. Yeah, right on. So this thanks. is cool for for the folks that um, you know. Like I was in the beginning of the show, I said a neat product design course would be design a calculator. Yeah. I think the next course after that would be design your own phone. Design your own phone because you can now, and a lot of hobbyists do. But um, it seems like there's a lot of theory that students are taught, but then when they're done, wouldn't it be neat? You'd start off, you get a calculator, then later on you get a phone, and eventually you'd have like a lot of the things. Um, you'd maybe work yourself up to um, a Linux tablet or something that you built yourself. So this is really cool to see. Yeah, and I do need to reprint it. So I'm using my school's uh, 3D printers and stuff to and designing it, but the um, I need to have it so the patch antenna is exposed, so then it will have better like yeah. connection, so. All right. Yeah. Right oh, on. Um, if you ever need, if, when you're ready to like document it or like do a test or something with, you can email me PT data for it, and you can we get text each other or something like that. It helps. Sounds good. Thank you. Okay, Michael. Take care. Okay. You we got through everyone. Yay. I knew we'd be able to do it. All right, everybody. That's show and tell this week. Thank you so much for stopping by. We're here every single week, 7:30 p.m. Eastern time. We've been doing show and tell for like a decade. We'll just keep doing it um, all the way to the end of time. We'll see everybody next week, and we'll see you on Ask an Engineer in like two and two. Bye, everybody. Yeah, bye. See you next week. And in two minutes.